Welcome to Mastering Life's Adventures, an educational podcast about tapping into your true self, the soul, your soul, the substance of your life, to discover what life's ups and downs are really about, and how to have a greater sense of purpose, peace, joy, and fulfillment. I am Dr. Judith Holder, your host, coach psychologist, fellow seeker who enjoys diving into the connections between spirituality, psychology, wellness, and your everyday life's adventures. All preparing and polishing you like the facets of a magnificent diamond to be your best self. If you're craving more from your life, you are in the right place. Come, let's journey together and transforming what you know into who you really are. Mastering Life's Adventures begins now. Hi, I'm back to talk about Turbulent Thinking Part 2. The Part 2 is moving from turbulent thinking to transcended Christ-like thinking. One of the thoughts I was having that it may require one of those superpowers to help us sometimes get out of the rut of turbulent thinking. And in Part 1... I was talking about turbulent thinking in different phases that we could have like the scattered thinking and the ruminative type of thinking and the reactive thinking and even the self-improvement thinking that goes too far when it gets into this inner critic type of thinking about a situation, circumstance, or person, or issue that we had to deal with in our worlds. And you can go back to this into part one, and that gives you a little bit more clarity in terms of some of the types of thinking that creates this turbulence in us, this turbulence, this uncomfortability, this feeling that we're, we're not settled in how we're thinking about what's going on around us. And the common element that these types of thinkings have is this kind of agitation that takes place. And it can create this mild to moderate to severe degrees of feeling anxious and um, upset, agitated about the situation that has taken place around our world. And so what do we do about that? How do we handle it? Do we allow it just to continue to fester and get us more agitated? and tur- have turbulence in our thinking and moving us into grumpiness and moving us into having an attitude or moving us into silence and not talking about what's going on in our worlds? Or is there a better way? Is there a better way to approach the agitated thinking that's happening and not allow it to stay with us or linger with us for long extended periods of time because it it does disrupt the growth of our soul and the onward movement of our soul because of this kind of dense energy that turbulence creates, this uncomfortable energy that turbulence creates. In my thinking about this, and certainly there's other ways of thinking about moving from turbulence to more of the transcended, Christic-like thinking, that our soul is wanting us to move to the higher direction, but transcending this turbulence. And it may involve little steps that we can be able to take in this process. First of all, is just the pure awareness of your reaction that you're having. And it requires your breath. 
breathing in and breathing out and just saying, what's going on? I really feel this tightness around my heart or these butterflies in my stomach or this tightness in my jaw, like I want to say something, but I'm not going to say it. Or if this frown that's on your face because you're really upset and you're having an internal dialogue that's taking place about what's going on. Breathing is really helpful to reduce some of that tension. But we also need to observe how our thoughts are moving. Are there any themes to the thoughts that we keep on moving it back to, well, John said this about me and it implies that I'm this. Or Joanne does not respect me and she will always make a comment as it relates to this which may or may not be true. But in this observation, what you're looking for in order to move yourself further down the path of transcendent Christic-like thinking to help to resolve the turbulence that is created in your world, in your emotional self, in your, your thoughts, and in your memory about what has taken place, you're also being aware of what I said before and those patterns or those themes is related to noticing that I get angry when this happens to me or I get hurt or I feel fearful or I feel anxious when these types of situations or people um, show themselves in my world or do you feel invisible because there's there's a lack of acknowledgement of maybe the contribution that you made and that starts your turbulent thinking about this always happens to me. This always happens when I'm working with this type of person or this person has an overpowering personality. So it makes me feel small or it makes me feel that I'm invisible in some particular way. Or well, it can be feeling that the situation created a sense of isolation and it triggers other past isolating situations that you had, not only as an adult, sometimes even as a child that you did have. So it's it's triggering in you a sense maybe of injustice, of being too vulnerable, or a feeling alienated, or feeling unjustly treated. So these are the things that you want to observe to see if there are patterns that are taking place, even down to the point of saying, this is a pattern that relates to disappointment. I always feel disappointed in this particular situation or this with this particular type of person or this particular event that occurs in, at work or this particular personal experience that you've gone through that may, may have a theme to it. Then you want to delve into, am I reacting in a way that's going to help me move towards resolution? Because sometimes with turbulent thinking or this agitation that takes place, it moves us down the path of being further isolated or not acknowledged or feeling if we develop an attitude because it's happened so many times to us. And it's our responsibility if we're walking a spiritual path to try to understand what's really taking place and what is at the root of this and how do I take out the root so that it doesn't grow back again like a dandelion. When I think about transcendent thinking, how do we raise out of the emotional swirling that takes place, the turbulent thinking? 
emotional turbulence to transcend, go to the higher ground, go to a higher awareness, it becomes helpful to start to think about how do I not get stuck in turbulent thinking? How do I move towards a greater inner peace? Some of that requires taking a step back. And that's what I found that I had to do. I had had a work in uh, a week. You know, we always have these days or periods of time that create turbulence or refine that turbulence is coming into our world. And we have to kind of pivot and figure out what's happening and what's going on. And sometimes we don't know all the pieces and we won't know all the answers. But we can take that step back, reflect on the situation, meditate on it, quiet the mind to give space for greater attunement to your higher self. We also can do self-soothing around it and being not being critical of ourselves, but turbulent moves us back into turbulent thinking, oh, I did it wrong, or I could have done it better, or I could have done it differently. And so it's like, no, you know, what's taken place has taken place. So I had this situation that happened to me this week in which I had a very busy week and also the particular day that it happened on. And I'm not going to get into the details, but I'm going to kind of give you the higher order of what took place. I, I had at the end of my day, I had just come back from exercise and so I was already tired. And then I had two more meetings after I went to the gym. And so those two meetings were back to back to each other. And so it meant I would not be done with everything I needed to be get done with until about 9.30, 10 o'clock p.m. But before my my first meeting, which was at 6.30, I had a phone call. Oh, excuse me, I had an email. It wasn't a phone call. I had read an email, a work email, in which I was being asked to make a decision about a situation, but it's very sketchy. It didn't give me much information. So I decided to call the person who was asking me to give an answer that night. And I said to her, I don't have much time because I, I do have that I can be able to help you with. Because this is the other issue I have to be aware of for my own self. And this is what you have to be aware of for yourself is what are those things that trigger my turbulence? So one of mine was I want to be helpful. And so in my process of wanting to be helpful, I have to balance that with can I be helpful? Because I may not be able to in the particular situation that I found myself in. So the person proceeded to tell me that you really couldn't give much information because of the circumstances that the situation was coming from, but I needed to give her a decision about what to do in this particular work situation that was happening. She got a little bit kind of annoyed at me because I was asking maybe too many questions of her that she felt that she could not answer. But I felt that I didn't have enough information to really make a decision. And then my time ran out with her. And she just said, well, please let me know what your thoughts are and proceeded to hang out. So I did have in this next meeting, I ended up getting a consult with some colleagues. And it's a very helpful to get feedback about their perspective about the situation, realizing they don't have all the details. Like I didn't have all the details either, but probably they had even less details than me. And I'm, t I'm talking about this because it's talking about this turbulence and how you move towards transcendent thinking with it. We decided that maybe it's best to be able to do, give them, give two options and then let the person take it from there. 
I had to leave that meeting in order to respond to the email. And again, it's very sketchy information, not a lot, but it was felt like it was time pressured. And so having a discussion when we're not sure of what to do and we're finding we're experiencing some turbulence in our thinking, why not ask others their thoughts about it? But then, so I gave my response in the email, sent an email back. Uh, but then this person, and I guess this thing that would bother me is she didn't thank me for giving my response. But instead she said, well, she asked this other person, what do you think? It's like, hmm, didn't even acknowledge, but asked this other person. But then I said, okay, so either I can get further annoyed and agitated and turbulent and my thinking, or I can be quiet. I just can be quiet and reflect and know that there are sometimes experiences we're having, it's not just the experience that is directly coming my way, but it's for all individuals that are involved, for us to pass certain tests, certain initiations in our soul evolution to be able to grow and to advance. In my reflection, I said, this is kind of more than what meets the eye. Yes, this decision needs to be made, but also I need to look at my reactions to this particular type of situation and look at why is it so important for me to always quote unquote help when maybe I needed to have said in this situation, I don't have enough information. It's very hard for me to make a decision and I'm going to have to leave it with you who has more information and has more details than I have that you're not able to convey to me. Sometimes we have to know when we need to do that. And that was one of the components that came out of my reflection that I needed to, to have done and the way for this, or at least write it as a part of my response back to the person that I didn't have enough information, that I didn't know these details, but based on what I am aware of, this may be a, a, a way in which to move in the right direction in the situation that this person and group found themselves in. Then part of the other aspect that I noticed that was a trigger for me in this situation, this is what I'm saying with turbulence, there usually are triggers. And so we want to know and start reflecting on what our triggers are. And one of the triggers that came out was I later learned that the person talked to two other individuals, had a meeting with those two individuals, came up with a solution of what they wanted to do. But I don't think they would have told me if I had not followed back up with the, the, the situation to find out what the status was and what the update was. So that bothered me because I felt that I was in good faith trying to be responsive to helping in the situation, but it didn't feel like they were doing the same and giving me the update because I'm not sure if I would have gotten an update if I didn't ask for it. But then I had to think about my goal is always to be able to transcend myself to be better and better and that and not be attached so much to the outcome, but instead be attached to my inner higher self, my own 
God source, my I am presence, the Atman, the soul's evolution towards the Christic way of doing things. I had to take a step back and say, do I really need, do I need to have that information? Well, probably not really. It'd be nice to know, but and I, I if I didn't have to go in search of, it would be nice to have it come back to me. But did I really need it? No, no, I, I didn't. I gave my response and I needed to let go. But, but because of this human condition that we live in, it ends up, you know, my ego felt bruised because I felt like you were not being straightforward as I was trying to be straightforward, you know, with them and giving my response back to them. But then I also thought about the goal when we're moving from turbulent thinking into transcendent and Christic thinking is to know that there's a higher way, there is a higher purpose, there's a gift that is given in situations that we find ourselves in. And it could be either a gift or an opportunity for shifting or changing something. And so one of the things that I noticed for myself and this is what I want you to think about for yourselves in situations in which you have turbulent thinking, is I needed to switch this sense of wanting to be always helpful and move it into help where I can help, let go of what I need to let go of, that the situation will work itself out and have the faith that things will work in the best way. So. And they have free will. So the free will is they can do whatever they want. They can ask me. They don't have to follow my instructions or my guidance or my thoughts about it. And they have the freedom to do what they really want to do. I have to move away from the sense of, well, you asked my opinion. You didn't even thank me for that opinion. And in fact, you went and worked with another group and came up with a different solution which means that you didn't like my solution that I was given. And it's like, well, you know what? That's okay. You don't have to like it. I did what I needed to do. They did what they needed to do. And how do we not take offense? So that was my point of learning. Not to take offense. It's like, good. You found something that was doable and more workable for you. Perfect. That's the grace that we have to move into because ultimately the goal in souls that are walking a spiritual path is to maintain a part of harmony, balance, peace, calmness. We have to ask, and this is the other piece I ended up doing for myself, was asking what is the higher way here? What would Jesus do here? And for when I feel in that turbulence inside me, I had to ask, Jesus, come, help me. Peace, be still. In the name of Jesus the Christ, peace, be still. Peace is what we're saying to our inner self for greater alignment, greater attunement, so we can be in listening grace to what our higher self is guiding us, interacting us, being more intuitive. Where there is a lot of turbulence, or this quality of static that goes on with that turbulence, we can't hear our inner self. We can't hear what our inner self is trying to direct us to be able to do to try to help us. So that's where that breathing comes in. 
That's where you're using the superpower of Eucharistic nature or Buddhic nature or the higher presence that you have in your life and asking for guidance, asking for direction of how to deal with this situation. And that goes a long way when we're dealing with these situations or, or on the mundane level, but they're creating some agitation in us. And it's our responsibility to be the gatekeeper and allow certain emotions and reactions to not pass or even or occupy only a small component of our mind and our thoughts. Sure, we're human, so it may take time and process, but we're trying to do it in a way that allows God's spirit of the Christ to help us to think things through, to help our soul to evolve and continue to grow and advance. As we transcend our thinking, we're asking to be guided in how you need to think, how, what you need to look at, what you need to understand about this situation, how you need to be in the situation. And you're not acting too quickly. You're not acting too quickly on impulse and wants. What I want may not be what is in the best interest of the situation and what God wants, the higher good, the Christic way of going. And so the Christic thinking is from a point of harmony and balance and kindness that we have to give to ourselves as well as the situation or the person or the circumstance that we find ourselves in. Because when we're walking that higher path, we're asking for that guidance, we're actually using our heart and our mind to be calm. We're using our heart and our mind to know that there is a higher way, a higher path for us to be able to move in for us to be able to see something that we may not be seeing clearly or to be still. And that stillness allows us to be able to say, I can let go. I can be non-attached to the outcome. I gave my piece of information, but now I had to let go, take my fingers off the driving uh, and they're driving that car and, and let it go. So one of the issues you know, that just came to my mind, actually, is we sometimes have to let go of control. This is not about our control. It's more about how to put God in the seat of control. And so he, and through his directions, and guidance with us, through the Christic thinking of peace be still, through the Christic thinking of what would Jesus do in this situation, and the Christic thinking of maintaining harmony and peace, how do I need to proceed? What do I need to do? This helps the soul by seeking the guidance from the Christ or the Buddhic nature. Then we are now tapping into the innate qualities that exist within us of who we really are and not allowing us to be tapped into this turbulence because we have to realize there's usually different pathways we can take when we have situations to happen to us that we feel that creates this turbulence within us. 
we can stay in the turbulence. We can make the option to say, I don't no longer want to be in the turbulence, but maybe not sure how to get out of the turbulence, which I get. Or we can say, you know, I have free will. I can choose to maintain the turbulence or I can choose the higher way. And the higher way for my soul and my soul evolution is harmony, is peace, is loving the situation that you find yourself in. Loving the situation that you find yourself in. And that's the last piece that I had to work on. Like, what is it about this situation I can love and appreciate because it's allowing me to grow and advance? I don't always get there. I may, you know, I may feel better about it, but I may not love the situation, but it's the quality that I'm working on. It's that quality of loving kindness in the situation that I find myself in. And it's like, how do you take the situations that you find yourself in? And you go through this process that I've been talking about, moving from the turbulence of part one and moving it in trans transcendent thinking, which moves us more than transcending these lower states of energy, of fear, or doubt, or uncertainty, or hurt, or anger, or feeling isolated, or secluded, or unjust with this. You're moving it past that, and you're asking your higher source, your higher, your soul source, what is the best thing for me to do in this situation? And be obedient, and be willing to listen. Because the more that we ask our inner self, our soul self, our higher Christic self, what we need to do, it guides us, it helps us, it allows us to release some of these emotional fragments of feeling annoyed or frustrated or angry or fearful or whatever, because you are keeping your focus on the goal. And the goal is soul evolution. And the goal is to love your God with all your heart, with all your mind, and love your neighbor as yourself. That's the goal. And it's so easy to have that opaque and not see that. And know that we're not always going to do it right. Welcome to the human condition. But that's what we're aspiring to be able to do. That's what we're aspiring to be able to do. In the human condition, we only see one level. Whereas in the spiritual tradition, there are multiple facets of levels that exist that our soul is trying to tune into, but is unable to when there's turbulent thinking. So that transcendent Christic thinking is what I'm talking about as a superpower to help you through many situations or interactions with other people at work or at home that you may find yourself in. Bye for now. Thank you for joining me for this episode on Mastering Life's Adventures, being your best self through soul evolution. If you have enjoyed what you've heard today, I would be delighted if you would share this episode with others. Leave a thumbs up and subscribe to my Mastering Life's Adventures podcast. Look forward to your joining the next episode. Please leave any comments or suggestions you might have below. Bye for now.